the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 1280, The Patriot, WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. 20 years of intelligent talk. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. A group of Republicans is now calling for Speaker Nancy Pelosi to be fined after they say she failed to abide by newly implemented rules requiring members to go through metal detectors before entering the House chamber. Republicans on the House Administration Committee sent a letter to Acting Sergeant-at-Arms Timothy Blodgett on Friday requesting the fine, arguing Pelosi should have to abide by the new rules that she pushed to implement. The Republicans wrote yesterday at approximately 9.59 a.m., multiple members observed the Speaker of the House entering the House chamber without completing security screening. House Democrats voted this week to impose a $5,000 fine for first offenses and $10,000 for the second for members who fail to comply with the new screenings. Two Republicans were issued fines on Friday. Bernie Bennett in Washington. Two surveys show that China's manufacturing growth weakened in January. That suggests that country's rebound from the coronavirus pandemic is leveling off. This is SRN News. Dr. Sebastian Gorka knows what fuels the left. It's the thing that we've been saying on this show since its inception. Their fuel is hatred. Uh, Hatred of everything that is decent. And it will eat them up like acid on the inside. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 2 on AM 1280. The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. You're listening to AM 1280, The Patriot, always right. Weather for today, we got a wind chill advisory in effect until tomorrow around noon. Today, we got a high of negative 1 and a low of negative 17. Tonight, tomorrow, a high of negative 2 and a low of negative 10. The big game is coming tomorrow while you're preparing your chip dip. Take a moment to guess the perfect score between Tampa Bay and Kansas City. If you do, you could win $50,000. Sign up today at am1280thepatriot.com. Just click on our fan club page. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the shining spot of red in the sea of dismal, dingy institutional blue, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name, Mitch Berg. My blog, shotsinthedark.info, which, by the way, as I'll point out later on the broadcast, they just uh, went through a big milestone this past week, anniversary, if you will. Indeed. The first week of February is a huge week of anniversaries here at AM twelve eighty. Well, for myself, and uh, for AM twelve eighty, the Patriot, and for my blog, Shot in the Dark. Info. We'll try and grab some time to talk about that, perhaps later on today, or maybe later on tomorrow. What's he say? Tomorrow? Yeah, I'll be here tomorrow. Uh, we were originally supposed to be out on Medicine Lake today at Holes for Heroes, uh, traditionally the first Saturday in February, traditionally on Medicine Lake in Plymouth. Traditionally, a whole lot of fun. Traditionally, one of the highlights of our broadcast season. Not today. It's it's considered cold by southern Minnesota standards. Now, I know what you're saying. All of you who are from North Dakota, from Montana, from the parts of Minnesota north of Highway 2, you might be thinking, what are they talking about cold? You button your jacket. You wear a cap. You put a towel under your feet. You'll be fine. I know. I know. But we're in southern Minnesota, and we're surrounded by southern Minnesotans, and all of that stuff just doesn't fly because it's below zero. So they put off Holes for Heroes, a production of Fishing for Life, by the way, one of our favorite uh, charities uh, and and nonprofits here in the Twin Cities. Uh, They they put it off till next week, and that's fine. Brad and I will be out there uh, next week and uh, doing the voodoo we do 
live and uh, on the air from the ice, the only talk show in America that broadcasts once a year, every year on the ice. So we'll be looking forward to that uh, next week. Uh, Brad Carlson, however, uh, will be off on assignment tomorrow, as he always is on Super Sunday, doing uh, the, uh, uh, the, the football thing tomorrow. I'm told it's a big game tomorrow. I don't know. The Bears aren't playing in it, so I don't care. Uh, but, yeah, Super Sunday's tomorrow. Brad likes to make a full day of that, and so I will indulge that. I will be back tomorrow. Brad actually is going to be off on assignment uh, the entire month of February, except for next week at Holes for Heroes. And we're going to have some special treats from you, some people who former mainstays of Twin Cities conservative talk radio that you may not have heard for a while that you might get a chance to hear again. This is going to be a lot of fun. We're looking forward to these next couple of Sundays as Brad Carlson takes a well-deserved uh, stretch of time off uh, and and uh, recharge. goes out on assignment and does uh, does what he does. That'll be uh, uh, that, that'll be a lot of fun here. So uh, we uh, we we uh, yeah we'll be doing that uh, coming up here all month long here. So uh, it's going to be an interesting month here. Of course, we're coming up on. Uh, our anniversary, a month from today, our anniversary of this broadcast. So first weekends in February and the first weekend in uh, March, always big months here at AM 1280, The Patriot. So I'm glad to have you here for all of it. I will be here tomorrow, as I just mentioned here. So looking forward to all of that. Anyway, 651-289-4488 is the number to call if you'd care to join us. And we'd love it if you did because, well, that's what we're all about. I mean, why should I have all the fun? You get to you get to join in as well. This is a social medium from which conservatives will never be arbitrarily blocked. Actually, we won't arbitrarily block liberals either. Whoever you are, if you get on the air, you'll get heard. And if you get shut down, it'll be on the merit of your argument, not on the fact that you disagree with me. In fact, we have standing orders to all of our producers. Of course, we have two newer producers in the room today, so they may not know this. But standing orders to production staff, progressives, liberals, people who disagree with me, the host, get to the front of the line. I mean, if there's a line, right? Uh, and on a day like today, there might be. My pre-show shout-out had a huge audience today. And that means there's probably a fair turn of people who are not out water skiing today, who are not out working on the garage, people who are not out motorcycling, I suspect, because, again, we're in southern Minnesota and we're not talking a bunch of North Dakotans or people from Pennington County tuned in here. Although, again, for all of you listening to the show in North Dakota via the stream or up in Pennington County, up uh, by Lake of the Woods, welcome. Glad to have you here as well. So, so much to talk about today. This is one of those week. Well, okay, I say this is one of the weekends where I think I wish I was on the air three days, excuse me, three hours a day, five days a week, like a Hugh Hewitt or a Mike Gallagher, because I could use that time to get to all of my material. I I get two hours, or this weekend, four hours every weekend, this weekend to to talk about what could easily be twenty twenty five hours worth of material. I uh, and. As always, oh, by the way, I've been doing this show now for 17 years. It's been an absolute pattern that I can bring in. I'll have like 20, 20 uh, tabs open on my browser, and I'll get through maybe three or four of them in two hours because there's just so much to talk about. To which you may be saying, well, okay, Berg, get along and talk about it. Fine, fine, I will, on the way. Uh, so we talked last week about uh, the, the ordeal that our illiterate overlords in Minnesota state government have been putting our seniors through. And as someone with, with two senior citizens as parents, uh, my mother um, in some extended care right now with all sorts of health problems, uh, thank you for your prayers, and my father uh, doing very well uh, in his uh, early 80s up in North Dakota and happy to have not sold his house and moved into an apartment just in time for the quarantine. Oh, yeah, I hear you there, Dad. Uh, as Anyway, they tried to navigate... Minnesota IT's buggy and inept websites, but <laughs> buggy, inept, and Minnesota IT, I repeat myself. Uh, or they pile in to try to get a single-digit share of uh, uh, chance at a shot uh, vaccination. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. I mean, like less than one out of ten will get there, have been getting their, uh, their, their shot at a shot, as it were, this week. This past two weeks, in the meantime. Last week, the teachers' union got a special vaccine event. 
down at River Center, they 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 called out. They they put aside the whole auditorium, the whole arena, to have a socially distanced event for teachers, teachers union members, most particularly. I don't think it counted the janitors, the cafeteria ladies, but the teachers got to line up and get their vaccines, at least the first round of them. And I guess you don't see me say it often. But when David Brooks, who, by the way, is the uh, the token Republican at the New York Times, and when I say token Republican, yes, he's a principled conservative in many ways, in much the same school as George Will used to be, which means he's horrified by most of what modern conservatism does to an extent that, that annoys and, and vexes me in some ways. But when he's right, he's right. Very, very right. Teachers unions are just as intellectually vacuous and immune to real science as the most blinkered pandemic conspiracy theorists are. And David Brooks wrote this past week, and this is right on point. In-person learning can be done safely with the right precautions. This was unclear last March and April, but now we got study after study that shows that schools can be safe. They are safe. Kids don't get especially safe. Yes, there's exceptions, and you protect the very the ones with the diabetic kids, the kids with uh, other with lung problems, the kids with asthma. Yeah, yeah, you, you maybe sequester them or you put them in a mask, you sit them a, away a little bit, whatever. But kids are phenomenally, if not immune, at least resistant to getting COVID or to showing symptoms or even knowing they have it when they do. Report from the CDC, again, back to David Brooks, uh, just attested to this fact. The evidence is clear, says David Brooks. Private and some public schools are already operating safely all around the country. Hint, by the way, just a quick aside here. They're safely operating almost exclusively in red states, red cities, red places. Private and some public schools already operating all around the country, red country, with little evidence that attendance is spreading the virus. But teachers' unions don't seem to have adjusted to the facts. In Washington, Chicago, elsewhere, including Minnesota, unions have managed to shut down in-class instruction. Chicago Public Schools Union is on the verge of an illegal strike, even though 130 private schools and near 2,000 early learning centers have been open safely since last fall. The Chicago district installed air purifiers in classrooms, conducted uh, ventilation tests, increased rapid testing, yada, 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 held more than 60 meetings with union leaders. But so far, the union has been able to keep public schools from reopening. See, the thing is, it's not about science because the teachers union is no more about science than it is about, well, teaching, (laughs) to pick an example. Uh. A study by Michael Hartney, this is David Brooks again in the New York Times of all places, a study by Michael Hartney and Leslie Finger found that, uh, maybe Finger, I don't know, found that political partisanship and teachers' union strength explain how school boards approached reopening. Another survey conducted last year by Chalkbeat and the Associated Press found that roughly half of white students had access to in-person learning compared with a quarter of black and Hispanic kids. Many of us, again, the voice of David Brooks here, many of us got involved in the Black Lives Matter marches last summer. I guess I would ask you, do Black Lives Matter to you only when they serve your political purpose? If not, shouldn't we all be marching to get black and brown children back safely into schools right now? That would make sense. That would be logical. That would be a scientifically valid conclusion. If this was about sense. If this was about science or logic, all of that would make perfect sense. But it's not. And and I say this while allowing for the fact that, yes, the pandemic is real. No, it's not a scam. No, it's not. Uh, it, it's, it's not a fraud. No, it's not a false flag operation. No, it's not a Chinese intel operation, at least not the, the virus itself. Not that I've seen any real evidence of. It is a crisis, by the way, that Democrats are not wasting, especially Minnesota Governor Klink. That's a fact. But it's a real disease. And by the way, I've, I've grown increasingly impatient with some of the dissent. I, I, you know that I have been impatient from the very beginning with uh, some of the government lines, some of the line from the collective Karen that uh, is out there calling in the snitch lines and scolding you when you get too close at the store. You know that I'm there, right? You know, pinky swear, my heart's in the right place here, folks. But there's a lot of people on our side, quote, our side, 
the reopen safely crowd, the crowd that believes, well, knows that COVID is real because, hello, I've had it. It was not pleasant, but I've had it. And I survived. Thank God. Uh, I survived. I have friends, by the way, who have not fared nearly as well. And so I, I, I give it. And I have relatives who will not fare nearly as well if they catch it. Uh, who are in grave danger, quite frankly, if they catch it. So I'm careful. I am careful. But this, uh, some of the people on our outside, I, I want to have them get off the side. Anyone who says they died with COVID, but not of it. No, they wouldn't have died if they hadn't had the COVID. Most likely, most likely, 99.99 cases out of 100. They would not have died without the COVID. That being said, saying that this is about science I, I, I do need to ask some of these people, what kind of science are you talking about? Because judging by what you've seen, you are blind to the science itself. This we will find out more about when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot, 651-289-4488. Go nowhere. We will be right back. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is broadcasting once again, not from our usual undisclosed bunker, but from the ice. I'm Brad Carlson, here with Mitch Berg. Join us on Medicine Lake in Plymouth for our annual Holes for Heroes live broadcast. An opportunity to salute veterans and those currently serving in the armed forces. Find us on Medicine Lake or tune in from the comfort of home. Saturday the 13th from 1 to 3 here on AM 1280 The Patriot. Thanks to Snelling Heating for sponsoring the broadcast. 2021 is already off to a disturbing start for conservatives. We've seen Twitter unilaterally shut down President Trump's account. The conservative platform Parler was booted off the Apple Store by Apple, and big tech is muzzling free speech at a speed that nobody could have predicted. Nobody except biologist and evolutionary theorist Brett Weinstein, who appeared in the film No Safe Spaces, to issue this warning about political correctness running amok. YouTube and Google, Facebook and Twitter dictate... Whose voices can be heard? And if those entities start trying to engineer the conversation to adhere to the rules laid out with these phony Trojan horse terms, disaster will be the result. You and your family need to see No Safe Spaces now before any more of our freedoms are muzzled. Just go to SalemNow.com to get your copy of No Safe Spaces. Visit SalemNow.com and use promo code Minneapolis to save 20%. This is a national health care alert from the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline. If you, a family member, or a loved one has diabetes, listen closely. Now, regardless of your age, if you have insurance, you may qualify to receive diabetic testing supplies with little to no out-of-pocket cost. Get free delivery, free information, and all the paperwork is handled by our accredited suppliers for free. Call the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline now for details. Toll free at this number. But wait, there's more. If you call right now, you could get a meter upgrade. In addition, we'll give you a free pair of diabetic socks as our special gift to you. Regardless of your age, if you suffer with diabetes and have insurance, you may qualify to get free delivery of your supplies. 800-439-7409. 800-439-7409. That's 800-439-7409. AM 1280, The Patriot, and iHeartRadio. They go together like stars and stripes. Listen at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot, 651-289-4488. The number to call. You can also join me on Twitter at hashtag N-A-R-N show. That's NARN show, short for Northern Alliance Radio Network show. Also going to be standing up a presence on MeWe because why would I give all of the love to Mark Zuckerberg? Also setting up a presence sometime in coming weeks on Gab. Gab, of course, the uh, another alternative to Twitter. 
uh, while we wait for Parlor to get back up and going here. Uh, that's all coming up here in the very near future here. Trying to diversify our own social media basket, even as we remain the true social media for conservatives, a social medium from which you and I will never be banned short of, I don't know, people blowing up our transmitters. And, well, then we're talking a whole nother grade of of oppression here that uh, that will be answered. Well, let's not go there. That's 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 not something we want to talk about. So uh, nobody's blowing up anybody's transmitters anyway. So we are the original conservative social medium here and proud to say so now. One of the things we also do is, being that we are conservatives, we are rather focused on fact. We, we are focused on, on the facts that are in front of us here. We, we believe what we can see for the most part, other than the things we're relatively sure of. I mean, faith goes along with conservatism, yes. But science is science. That sounds like a tautology, and you're right, it is. And in fact, that is about as deep as commitment to science goes for a fair chunk of our society. Indeed, half of the society uh, that is on our left. I, I say this in reference to a piece that came out on National Public Radio. That's national with an N, public radio this morning. Not Minnesota yet. We'll get to that later. National Public Radio, which, by the way, in case you don't listen to it, and I I do so you don't have to. Uh, I, I take that one for the team here. Uh, they came out with a piece this morning that uh, earlier today, I should say, that, well, let me back up just a bit. Uh, P.G. O'Rourke, uh, the, the great conservative writer, had an amazing point years ago when he said that journalists are in journalism because they only got good enough grades in science to get into journalism school. Now, P.G. O'Rourke likes to crack wise. He, he's, he, he comes from an era where... If you wanted to tell a joke, you told a joke, and you worried about the sensitivity later. And those are the sometimes called the good old days. Yes, you can get off my lawn. But journalists are in journalism because they only got good enough grades in science or math to get into journalism school. They couldn't get into engineering, medicine, even the law, for crying out loud. Anyway, and I say that with a nudge and a wink because I've got friends and neighbors who are journalists. And indeed, I used to be one myself. Not an especially successful one, hence I do other things for my day job today. But I say this with no individual disrespect intended, that the vast majority of journalists are largely no more scientifically literate than the rubes. So many of them, like the late Nick Coleman, uh, joke about non-journalists and non-scientists being. Uh, and by the way, Nick Coleman was, I said Nick, not Norm, Nick Coleman. Uh, Norm Coleman's still with us, very blessedly. Thank you all. Uh, along with that line, now that's that's point number one. Without slamming any slandering, without slamming the intelligence or or dedication to seeking out the truth of any journalists I personally know, of which there are several, uh, journalists as a whole are not a whole lot more scientifically literate than the cashier at Cub. Second point: National Public Radio exists to a great extent by puffing up its audience's collective ego about its own intelligence. I mean, they used to be part, in fact, sometimes still is part of their pledge week. You know, if you've listened to an NPR or Minnesota Public Radio, for that matter, pledge week, they love to talk about how discerning, how how how, how focused on, on the truth, on getting the facts their audience is and how they need to support Minnesota and National Public Radio News. And by the way, I have been forthright about my 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 regard for Minnesota with an M Public Radio News for the most part for a decade and a half now. For the most part. There are more exceptions every year, but for the most part. National Public Radio, on the other hand, whole another story. Case in point. A story that came out uh, this morning on NPR News about a Columbia University model that indicates many times more people have had COVID than current testing indicates, and that frames it as bad news. Incredibly so. I'll I'll start the story off. The story is headlined uh, out on uh, out on NPR News. Uh, by the way, it's in their their uh, COVID section called Shots. Health news from NPR uh, by uh, three women named Nurith Azenman. Audrey Carlson, 
and Ruth Talbot. The pieces slugged why the pandemic is 10 times worse than you think. Kind of makes you want to wrap yourself in 10 masks and hide out in the basement with a couple cans of peaches, but not a gun. No, sorry, not a gun. Just hide out in your apartment in lower Manhattan and wait for the bad virus to go away. Uh, that first paragraph, ever since the coronavirus reached the U.S. officials and citizens alike have gauged the severity of the spread by tracking one measure in particular, how many new cases are confirmed through testing each day. However, it's been clear all along that this number is an understatement of testing because of testing shortfalls. Now, Dun, dun, dun. A research team at Columbia University has built a mathematical model that gives a much more complete and scary picture of how much virus is circulating in our communities. It estimates how many people are never counted because they never get tested. And it answers a second question that is arguably even more crucial. I need a dramatic theme behind me, but that until now has not been reliably estimated. On any given day, what is the total number of people who are actively infectious? This includes those who may have been infected on previous days but are still shedding virus and capable of spreading the disease. Now, the the three women reporting for NPR report this as if it's new, well, new news. The first anyone's heard of it. And at the risk of tooting my own horn... Honk, honk. This model jibes in all of its particulars with the conclusions of a data modeler who I interviewed on this show last June, July, over the summer. Uh, uh, Dr. Frank Models. Uh, he's, he's a Facebook page that he runs. He's a, he's a data modeler that I interviewed over the summer last year on this very show who said that the evidence he has seen and by the way, he, he does a very apolitical, nonpartisan, completely not, not even nonpartisan, apartisan, without regard not only to political partisanship, but to the news as a whole. I mean, he sequestered himself away from all news reporting, not just on the virus, but all news reporting during the height of the presidential campaign. And he focused himself as someone who does data science for a living. He's an engineer. He's a scientist, someone who does actual science, unlike, you know, journalists for the most part. And he has spent much of this last year. In fact, before most of us were locked down by this pandemic, he was busy modeling away. And the conclusion he reached on this broadcast seven or eight months ago, in June, July, maybe August at the latest, jibes with the conclusions of this Columbia study that somewhere between five and 10 times as many people have and have had COVID as is being reported. And by the way, as reported by this modeler and a number of others who've reached a similar conclusion here and abroad, and especially most importantly on this broadcast, <laughs> that's been reported as good news. It means the percentage of people who are, if not strictly immune, at least have elevated resistance to COVID, is many times higher than estimated. I mean, it means a bunch of things. First of all, we, we know we have one reliable factor. We know that 400,000 and change people have died of COVID. We know that close to a million people, I believe close to a million people, have been hospitalized altogether with COVID. Those are hard numbers. Those are numbers you can take to the bank or, I guess, to the clinic, if you prefer. Take to the CDC. Those are hard numbers. We know that. There may be some fluctuations. They may be terribly unreliable data in places like New York State, where Andrew Cuomo ordered the fudging of numbers. But for the most part, dead is dead. Hospitalized is hospitalized. There's a trail of paperwork and, and bills to attest to the fact that someone was in the hospital and they had COVID. So hard to fudge that, although Andrew Cuomo is there trying. Oh, yeah. Best governor in America. Anyway, uh, what was that? Anyway, so, so we know that that's a reliable factor. What's unreliable is how many people have been tested and, sh and shown to have it. 
It's a self-selecting sample. I got an antibody test because I realized six weeks late that I was showing that I had shown symptoms back in early April after we'd been broadcasting from home for a few weeks. I went and got an antibody test, but a bing, I'd had COVID. I went and got another test when I had a nasty cough over the summer. Nope, nothing. Other people have gotten tests and so forth, and they're often on their way here, and, 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 and life goes on. Anyway, it's a self-selecting sample. Most people get tested when they have reason to get tested. Anyway, we'll be talking more about this article when I come back. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal. And now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com. Call 800-500-8384. relieffactor.com. We're here with another satisfied JTR Roofing customer. What did your home need? We needed an exteriors update. We needed roofing, siding, um, entry doors, and our storm doors replaced. Why did you choose JTR Roofing? After meeting with their sales team and looking at the products that we're offering, as well as the warranty, it was an easy choice to choose JTR. What did you think of the work JTR did? The job was completed in a timely manner. The crews were very professional and the workmanship was outstanding. We didn't have any surprises along the way or on our final bill. JTR was very knowledgeable and made it very comfortable from start to finish. Our house looks great. We received multiple compliments from friends and family. I was 100% satisfied with the work from JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com to set up your no-obligation consultation. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. Arby's Computer Service. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boot, Arby's Computer Service. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. You can also join me on Twitter at hashtag N-A-R-N show. That's short for Northern Alliance Radio Network show, because why should I have all the fun? Join in. Uh, Like our good friend Paul Pukity from Bakersfield, uh, working the afternoon shift uh, at the... uh, Gas station, I presume. Anyway, great to have you here as always, Paul. By the way, don't forget, so much stuff coming up here. The uh, I Stand with Israel tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher coming up October 27th, November 5th. Yes, they want money down. Yes, we recognize there's risk involved in the whole pandemic thing. But there's a money-back guarantee. So if the trip gets canceled, your life savings, did, oh, it's not that expensive. Your, your investment does not. So go to Israel with Dennis and Mike, and you will be... No, you will not be running with the devil. You'll be running with the angels, Dennis and Mike. 
going through Israel time of your lives. Make sure you do it. You'll be singing along with me. Okay, maybe not that very song, but you get the idea. 651-289-4488, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Now, just to, to recap here, National Public Radio News likes to beat you over the head with the notion that they respect science. They indeed revere science. They have an entire show called Science Friday where they they talk about scientific stuff. And by the way, Science Friday, generally speaking, an okay show. Uh, I listen to it so you don't have to. Actually, that's one I I commend to you for the most part. I mean, yes, it's very politically correct. Yes, uh, they they treat treat, uh, climate change as a reason for imminent alarm. Okay, fine. Say what you will. There's science on both sides of that. But the rest of NPR news, I'll tell you, that one of the things that annoys the bejeebers out of me is the idea that they use the phrase, what was the phrase again? Evidence-based with a straight face. We take an evidence-based approach to things. And uh, that's, a, that's such a stupid phrase. Whenever someone uses the phrase evidence-based uh, to you, it's just like, you know, every wrong conclusion in the world that isn't completely drawn out of nowhere, was at one point evidence-based. You could build an evidence-based argument that the Earth is flat. The evidence is debunkable and indeed is wrong, leads you to the wrong conclusion, but looking at the right evidence, you can conclude that the Earth is flat or that you can diagnose medical and mental conditions by measuring the bumps on people's heads. That was a serious medical discipline 120 years ago, phrenology. Uh, there was evidence behind it. The evidence was wrong, but this was something that was arrived at through at least some variety of, of scientific method in the 19th century and then promptly debunked not long after that. There's all sorts. Uh, I mean, Every scientific theory that's been thrown out was evidence-based. And, and by the way, there are some of them are much more serious. In the 19, from the early 1900s up till about 1970, 1980-ish, into the 1980s, hair strand analysis was considered the absolute gold standard of, of, of criminology. Analyzing hair strands found at the scenes of crimes sent many people to their deaths, to long prison terms and and to death row and beyond, and then the great beyond. And then sometime along about 1980-ish, it was realized that the evidence that supported hair strand analysis for, for decades, the better part of a century, was worthless. Because that's how science works. You have a theory. You can have all the evidence that you want that your theory is correct, but all it takes is one proper study, one set of data points that was properly gathered, properly observed, properly documented, properly conducted experiments to throw the whole thing out. Your evidence is only as good as the latest round of of tests to make sure that it's still valid. Hair strand analysis got thrown out. Oh, I just keep on going here. For a long time, the, the arson investigation was built around evidence that accelerants and, and flames and fire behaved in a certain way, that it behaved in a way that, that, that in, in certain patterns, under certain conditions, that made it possible to draw investigative conclusions from the evidence. And this science, and it was a science, was backed up by years of evidence that sent at least one man, Cameron Todd Willingham, to the Texas electric chair. Uh, lethal injection, lethal injection, sorry. About 20, 18, 20 years ago. Well, it turns out the science and the evidence was all wrong, not fabricated, arrived at in good faith by people trying to do the work of bringing criminal justice uh, to a higher level via science. The same exact way that there are same exact reasons that people use DNA research, which, by the way, is evidence based. And most of the evidence says it's it's as good as people used to say hair strand analysis or burn pattern analysis used to be. 
So, so when someone uses the phrase evidence-based with you, pelt them with rocks and garbage, figuratively speaking, not literally, that's assault, but figuratively speaking, pelt them with rocks and garbage because it's a weasel word. Of course it's evidence-based. If you don't have evidence to your conclusions that you're spouting, you're just spouting. You're making stuff up as you go along. Just about every conclusion has evidence. Some of it's good, some of it's valid, some of it's out of date, some of it's nonsensical. And the job of a scientist, or for that matter, a debater or a logician, someone who is interested in fact, or (laughs) what the heck, a news reporter, is to go through the evidence and, and tell the story. Get the right evidence to tell the correct story. Anyway. Back to the subject, National Public Radio's piece uh, that came out today, earlier, about a research team at Columbia University that has built a mathematical model that gives a more complete and scary picture of how much virus is circulating. The virus's, excuse me, the model's conclusion, says NPR, on any given day, the actual number of active cases, people who are newly infected or still infectious, is likely 10 times that day's official number of reported cases. The model has not been published or peer-reviewed yet, mind you. But lead researcher Jeffrey Shaman, an infectious disease specialist at Columbia, shared the data exclusively with NPR. Here are more of the startling takeaways. Missed cases are a massive problem because, of course, not everyone who has it gets tested. And, of course, not everyone who doesn't get tested, well, Virtually everyone, I should say, I would imagine, who doesn't get tested doesn't get tested because they don't think they're sick. I mean, blast from the past here, folks. I had COVID. I thought it was the bronchitis that I get every two or three years in the spring. Some of you may remember broadcasts in the distant past where I was coughing my lungs out on the air, going 2006 in particular, very bad year. You remember that? I do. And... That's the bronchitis I get every couple of years. I thought I had another case of that. I was coughing my brains out. I had a fever for a day. I was feeling pretty punk one weekend in uh, April, late March, early April. The only thing that got me to go and get an antibody test was a rash on the back of my hands, which someone told me, oh, that's a symptom too. I went and got the test. Boom, I had COVID. Never got the test. Best of my knowledge, I never passed it on to anyone either. So this discrepancy is a discrepancy because people aren't getting tested. In some cases, that was because you couldn't get tested. Today, that's because one might assume people think it's not worth it. I've got a little cough. I had a headache. I, whatever my symptoms are, I, I, it's not, it sounds like a cold to me. It feels like the regular run-of-the-mill flu. Here's another reason why this this conclusion that the, the reporters from National Public Radio are parroting, and I say that term with, I guess, a little bit of insulting intent, is that while we know how many people have died of COVID, and we know how many people have been hospitalized, roughly, outside of New York State anyway, where the numbers have been fudged, but through the rest of the country, generally speaking, reliable numbers. So here's a question. Since the actual bad outcomes are known with a fair degree of accuracy and have been known with a fair degree of accuracy all along, again, except in New York, especially New York City, where Mayor Squiggy has done a terrible job of managing things. If there are 10 times as many people infected, but yet the same general rate of fluctuation in cases without without things suddenly busting out at 10 times their formal former rate and staying there what rationally does that tell us you see for all these reporters at, at all of national public radio's institutional voices collective yapping about uh, that how scary it is that there are these extra cases out there and, and their pride in getting this exclusive research from Professor Shannon at uh, Columbia. The fact is, again, this comports nearly completely with the, the same exact evidence 
that we found on this show talking with Dr. Frank, the model uh, man, last uh, summer. And we saw this as good news. If five to ten times as many people are infected now, as we thought, now, that means likely five to ten times as many people as we thought have been infected all along, which means five to ten times as many people as we think have been are immune or at least to some extent resistant to COVID. And by the way, the bad news there is we have probably five times to ten times as many people getting vaccinated who don't need it as are. And we could we're, we're much closer to being reopened, able to reopen society as we thought. If you look at this information correctly, something NPR News apparently doesn't seem interested in doing. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Whoa, look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. In 1901, a woman by the name of Annie Taylor climbed into a barrel so that she could ride that barrel over Niagara Falls, the first person to do so. The reason for her crazy endeavor? She was struggling to make ends meet, and she was hoping for fame and financial security. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family mortgage team that tries to improve your financial outlook without having to ship you over a 170-foot waterfall. Our mortgage team happens to be an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. This advantage often allows us to get you a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money through a refinance. Or help you with the cash-out refinance, cashing out some of your home's equity to use for life. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Middle Park, Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1335. Rack animalist number 65233. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-323-8137. 800-323-8137. That's 800-323-8137. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. Did you know that the Patriot mobile app can do more than just stream your favorite shows? Here's cool feature number one. You can set an alarm on our app that will automatically start streaming The Patriot at whatever time you decide. It's easy. Just open the menu in the upper left-hand corner, select Alarm, and choose a time. You can set it to wake you up in the morning with Hugh Hewitt or any of your favorite hosts. Download the free AM 1280 The Patriot app today. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at minneapolis.salemsurround.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488. So many ways to hear the Northern Alliance every weekend. There's here on AM 12A, The Patriot, or FM 107.5 in the West Metro. Oh, well, wait, we're not done yet. There's AM 12A, The Patriot.com, worldwide via the miracle of the Internet. You can also join us on any streaming app you'd like. Uh, all the big ones, radio.com, iHeart.com, yeah, even them. And the best one of all, the AM 12A, The Patriot app, which is available on any app store uh, on iOS or wherever you get your Android apps. Wherever you go, that's where we're all at. 
Plus, oh, there's more. I'm live streaming now on our Facebook page at Northern Alliance. That's how you do that trick. You go out to Northern Alliance Radio Network on am1280thepatriot.com. Uh, Northern Alliance Radio Network on Facebook. And uh, that's where you join us, any place you want to. We are available so many different ways. It's almost hard to even pick the right one, unless, of course, you're outside the Twin Cities, in which case, well, the radio frequencies won't work. But either way, we are there for you in so many ways. Talking about science, or really the the app opposite of science that the mainstream media and Big Karen, as I refer to them, are using to try and scare you with the good news. Let's go to Oakdale on the phones. Uh, Jason, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You are on the air. Go right ahead. Hi, Mitch. Um, you know, science hasn't really made any decisions. Uh, they still can't tell me if eggs are good for you. Remember when cholesterol was bad? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> There's different kinds of cholesterol. Some cholesterol is and, good. And, and, diet, and low fat was good and high fat was bad. In the meantime, over the last two and a half years, I've lost 80 pounds. You had a very high fat diet. So, yeah. And the yeah, food right. pyramid so was science. Yes. Ca- Carbs are bad, fat's good, and, you know, science is science is a new religion, and people don't understand statistics. You know, I had a friend who said, I don't get sick anymore because I go to Whole Foods and buy organic food. <laughs> yeah. and, I'm like, and I'm like, well, maybe you, don't, maybe you were just getting sick because you shopped at the uh, grocery store in the bad neighborhood filled with uh, people coughing on the fruit or or you shopped at a, or you shopped at a good neighborhood but you were right behind the lady with the kid that was rubbing their nose and putting their fingers all over the apples i mean that happens yeah yeah people don't understand statistics they don't understand science and everyone just because they hated trump i don't know if i'm still allowed to mention his name in america there the, the science i trust the science i believe the science you know Anybody who says, no. I believe science, has, doesn't understand science. Science is not about belief. It's not about faith. It's the opposite of faith. It's about relentlessly questioning. It's about skepticism. It's about looking at everything that you see and saying, okay, what is there behind this that I can put? Because we don't get the whole picture here. Which, by the way, is supposed to be what journalism is, Jason. Well... Journalism hasn't been a thing for a long time, so I, I don't know. There have been, there are a few journalists who do uh, good work, and and I could name them, but I won't. They can their their networks can pay me to promote them, uh, networks or papers or what. Thank you for your call, as always, Jason. By the way, you're absolutely correct. What we are hearing, and and I forget who it is. I think it may be Ben Shapiro, who's a daily host. On AM fifty uh, Freedom fifteen seventy, our sister station, uh, just around the corner here, uh, is that. What a good chunk of America's big left is uh, preaching isn't science, not in the sense that you learned in uh, science class in high school, not certainly in the sense that I learned during my six weeks as a biology major my freshman year of college. It wasn't a long career, but I learned a little bit about the scientific method and retained even more of it. it what, we're not, what we're seeing out there is not science. What we're seeing is out there from Big Left, from the media, from Big Karen, as I will start to refer to them, the the big pro-quarantine, wear 10 masks, uh, get yourself vaccinated but still walk around in a bubble for the next 20 years crowd, is scientism. As you put it very correctly, Jason, turning science into a religion whose tenets you accept on faith because you are told to do so, like some caricature of Catholicism. That's really what scientism is. All the worst aspects of religion without, you know, redemption and eternal life. Anyway, this takes us back to the piece in National Public Radio News this morning, which is the opposite of science, or at least is, is the opposite of science in the sense that it is uncritically accepts a premise that seems to be born from a complete ignorance of how viral diseases, especially uh, viral diseases of, of the uh, of the respiratory system, work. You get the disease. You may not be immune forever. I mean, the the flu mutates every year, and you get if you're prone if you're if you get flu vaccines. Not everyone does. If you do, you get a new one every year because there's a new strain every year. 
And some you just don't get vaccinated for. The common cold, which is a coronavirus. And by the way, getting which may give you, one theory says, uh, you, you may get some resistance, if not immunity, to COVID from having the common cold recently. The common cold we don't bother with because most people in the Western world, and really most people in the world as a whole today, the symptoms just aren't that bad. You get a runny nose, you cough a little bit. That's it. You, you take some vitamin C, maybe pop some zinc, it goes away in, in three days. There was a time when European settlers came to America and encountered Native Americans, and the Natives would wind up hacking their brains out, laid up in their lodges, dying at an accelerated rate because of this, this respiratory illness that they had gotten from the Europeans. The same disease that was giving Europeans the sniffles and giving them a cough, maybe a little headache and, and maybe feeling a little punk for a day or two, but it didn't, it didn't break their stride. The natives didn't have any resistance to the common cold. Well, now they do. The descendants of those Native Americans that survived, and by the way, every, smallpox, by the way, gets all of the press for decimating Native American tribes and Authority has issued child abduction emergency for the following counties or areas. Minnesota, at 1.50 p.m. on February 6, 2021, effective until 2.50 p.m. This is a coordinated Minnesota Amber Alert from the Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension. This is a child abduction alert. We interrupt this program to bring you this time-sensitive message. The Minneapolis Police Department is searching for an abducted one-year-old male named Damirian Niemer White is an African-American boy. He was last seen wearing red and blue hat, black jacket, camo pants, and black boots and was last seen at 4214 Humboldt Avenue North in Minneapolis. No suspect information at this time. Suspect was driving a white 2005 Jeep Grand Cherokee license plate number CRY661. If you have any information regarding this missing child, call the Minneapolis Police Department at 911. Anyone who may locate the suspect should take no action other than contact the police as soon as possible. This is a coordinated Minnesota Amber Alert from the Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension. This is a child abduction alert. We interrupt this program to bring you this time-sensitive message. The Minneapolis Police Department is searching for an abducted one-year-old male named Damirian Niemer White is an African-American boy. He was last seen wearing red and blue hat, black jacket, camo pants, and black boots and was last seen at 4214 Humboldt Avenue North in Minneapolis. No suspect information at this time. Suspect was driving a white 2005 Jeep Grand Cherokee license plate number CRY661. If you have any information regarding this missing child, call. Temperature spaces now before any more of our freedoms are muzzled. Just go to SalemNow.com to get your copy of No Safe Spaces. Visit SalemNow.com and use promo code Minneapolis to save 20%. Hi, this is Ryan with my three quotes. As you may already know, my company is the only free service of its kind that provides you with detailed competitive quotes on window, siding, and roofing installs from multiple local contractors after just one short meeting with me. I really wanted to thank all the Patriot listeners who worked with me to improve their homes this year. Some of you have already received big-name window quotes and saved thousands of dollars through my three quotes. I cannot stress enough to call me if you had a window bid that nearly gave you a heart attack. With the best pricing in the Twin Cities and zero pressure, we'll get that heart rate back to normal. For roofing, I can use satellite imaging and measurements to get you three competing quotes, whether it's storm damage or just an upgrade. Don't wait. Winter is the time to have me check it out, making sure we secure a spring installation date. Windows and siding, however, are installed all winter long, typically saving my clients even more money. So set an appointment today at GetMy3Quotes.com. That's the number three, GetMy3Quotes.com. Have you been suffering from numbness, tingling, burning, or restless pain in your hands or feet? 
Does your doctor insist on giving you more medications, but your neuropathy is not improving? Stop masking the symptoms and get answers today by contacting Dr. Knight at Abundant Life Health Center in Chanhassen. If you do nothing, you run the risk of suffering long-term complications like infections, poor wound healing, balance issues restraining you to a walker, and possible amputations. In fact, 86,000 Americans lose a limb every year to untreated neuropathy. Get your life back today. Abundant Life Health Center has helped hundreds of patients reverse their neuropathy. If you're ready to regain your independence, contact Dr. Knight at Abundant Life Health Center in Chanhassen. As a Patriot listener, you receive a special $49 Get Acquainted offer. That's a $250 value for just $49. Neuropathy doesn't wait around. You shouldn't either. Call 952-383-38 to schedule a full neuropathy workup with Dr. Knight. Celebrating.